0: Welcome to Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged Podcast, episode number 66. I honestly can't believe that I'm finally recording this. And (laughs) to be totally honest, this is the third time I'm trying this because I have new equipment, not by choice, and... I'm figuring out how this works, and the setup I haven't recorded ever in my apartment, so if you can imagine this, I am recording inside our bathroom, and if you happen to hear some water running, that is uh, the sound that Hunter, my daughter, Hunter Rose, sleeps to, so um, it has nothing to do with the bathroom, but maybe you can't hear it, so I'm just telling, giving you a heads up. Hi! How are you guys? So I had my baby October 2nd and uh, my last post was of me with a belly with a one hour kind of video uh, of my personal prenatal class and uh, now I'm back. There has been so many different changes. One of the reasons that I haven't been posting anything is because I really had to get obviously used to being a new mommy and... There was so many things going on, and uh, I'm still catching up. Everything just happened so fast. And Hunter was actually three weeks early, and I was not. Obviously, we weren't planning on that. And uh, I'm going to put a little post, um, a little link, sorry, in the, in the show notes so that you can read what her daddy had to say about the whole thing, and you guys can know what happened in her birth story. Um, I'm also going to put a... A link to some of my Flickr photos, which uh, you can see her and us and our family and everything like that. Um, I'm finally, once again, here teaching. I'm teaching now three classes a week uh, in Pittsburgh, but I've had to... It's a long story, but I've had to give up one already. But anyway, that will be for a different class. I mean, a different intro. So... Uh, I am teaching here. I'm excited to be doing so. I'm happy to be able to bring you classes again. And this class that I am actually posting right now is one that I recorded in August. So I still had my belly. And you can tell, obviously, by the things that I say and also by my lack of breath. It's really interesting when I hear some of these old classes. I'm like, (sighs) you can hear that it's so hard for me to teach. And I didn't realize (laughs) what it sounded like. I'm totally out of breath. But um, so anyway, that's, that, that, that's what's going on in there. It's a very basic level one class. It's very slow, incredibly meditative, very simple, very focused, nothing fancy schmancy. There aren't really no backbends. There, is no, there are no inversions. This class is taught at the um, Pittsburgh Athletic Aso- Association. And I do get a lot of people there who uh, have never done yoga before. So I really have to take my time in terms of teaching. So this is a great class for newbies. Obviously, you can go into my, on my website and you can see all the postures there. So for newbies, you're more than welcome to just check out all the different pictures that match up to the different poses. Make sure that you listen and uh, follow along. I'm going to see what I can do about posting a PDF. Oh my God, did I really say that? With all the classes (laughs) so that you can possibly have it with you when you're practicing i kind of didn't want to do that because i don't want people to be um kind of wasting paper but i'm sure that it won't be wasted because you'll use it right uh so i might do that uh thank you uh everybody else for listening and and um and for sticking around and for those of you who are a little bit more advanced or a little more intermediate or want something more I, i will be giving you a little bit more of that coming in the future. Uh, As of now, we're we're sticking more to the basic level one classes. But thank you so much for for listening. And I have been so thankful to hear your voices leaving me messages at 310-651-6238. That is 310-651-6238. And that is my feedback line. So please leave me messages. Those of you who have, thank you so much. And honestly, all of you who have written to me also, and I have not gotten back to I am very sorry about that. I'm still catching up with so many different things. Please know that I hear and I read everything, even the comments on my blog that I have not responded to either. I'm just a little I'm still trying to catch up. I'm a little behind. There's a lot going on in my life and but but please know that I really appreciate you, and, and I do look forward to hearing more from you, and I will get back to you, honestly, truly. And I hope, knock on wood, to be getting these classes out a lot more now, even though I have had a couple of crazy things happen in terms of my setup, so I'm having to change everything and... Oh my God, it's so much a pain in the behind for me to get into right now. But I have a different setup now and I'm trying to figure that all out. Um, Yeah, that's about it. So if you want to continue to support me, the best thing that you can do is just to go into iTunes and leave me a review in iTunes. It's so incredibly helpful if you do that. And you can also leave me uh, comments on feedback uh, on my blog And the other thing that you can do is just tell a friend. Tell a friend about my podcast. Tell them about doing yoga online. Tell them about yoga itself. And just inspire people to kind of, like, step out of their comfort zone and and do these crazy little poses because they do feel pretty tasty. Um, There we go. That's about it. So I look forward to hearing from you guys. Enjoy the class. And... uh, Oh, I hope to be putting more of these out very, very soon for you guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Something that was incredibly and has been incredibly useful to me ever since I started to practice was that if we didn't pause, we wouldn't know as much. If we didn't give ourselves time to feel things, we wouldn't digest things as much. What are you learning? Like when you come in here and you do certain things, or maybe in your life, you know, your jobs, your school, work, whatever. What are you learning? What are you knowing? How do you know? It generally doesn't come from like a, like all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I know so much now. But there's a moment of reflection. There's a moment of actually self, self self-reflection, self-knowing. How do you know? And there's generally a pause that comes in that place, in that space. And it's from that pause, and it's in that sense of self-reflection that you can then shine back out, that you can be luminous out back into the world, where it's like whoosh, you can take that knowledge and shoot it out at people. But it comes first from that kind of a, a wonderful sense of pause that both of those things happen. We call that, in a way, pulsation, if you imagine. You look in, and then you extend back out. You could see that as steadiness and freedom. You could see that as regularity, and wildness. But the knowledge between the balance of both comes from your ability to look in the middle and wait and see what's going on. How do you know? Generally, if you're working with uh, postures and things that involve your body, no matter what it is, whether you're working out, running, whatever sport you decide to do, whatever kind of physical thing you do, generally what happens when injuries occur is when there isn't enough pause in between movements. When there isn't that sense of knowing. When the transition becomes out of yourself. Injuries tend to happen towards the end of a class as you're coming down a mountain, as you're finishing your marathon, and, you know, things like that. That's when the injuries happen because when you're climbing up, you're like, I'm totally there right and then you hit it and you're like oh good i made it i did it i went up on the mountain now and then when you come down you kind of like check out and that's when things happen same thing when you're skiing whole first part of the skiing day is awesome injuries happen at the end so it's the same thing in these poses Getting into the poses, building the poses, you're in the pose, you're totally stoked, yeah, and then all of a sudden you totally disconnect and come out of the pose and you're like, oh, what was that? So part of it is our ability to maintain discipline, (laughs) to be able to find the balance between you fully moving into it with regularity, with steadiness, and at the same time be willing to be soft and wild at it. Does that make sense? Take a nice tall seat, please. Place your hands right to the tops of your thighs and go ahead and sit up very, very tall. And there's nothing other than turning to your breath that you need to look at. It's a built-in gauge, the breath. It has a built-in pause in between the breath kind of neat. We often don't really pay too much attention to it. See if as you're sitting here and just observing your natural breath so there's no fancy schmancy ways that you have to breathe, you simply just turn in and just allow yourself to experience your breath. This in itself is already a pause. You're checking in. And as you become a little bit more comfortable, maybe just observing your own breath, however it shows itself to you. Maybe you can start to see that there's pauses in between each breath. When you inhale, there's a tiny little pause, and then the exhale happens. And then there's another tiny little pause. Which means that There's always a place of stillness, however small for you to look at. Begin to allow your breath to make your whole spine really, 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 really long. So from your tailbone, from your bum on the ground, begin to extend your whole entire spine up towards the sky as if somebody was placing their hands underneath your armpits and trying to lift you up away from the floor so that you start to feel a length and a stretchiness along your spine. Imagine that the back of your neck and the sides of your neck, the front and the back of your neck are also lengthening upwards. What did that do to your breath? Keeping your eyes closed, can you please take your arms up and over the head right along your ears? So your arms are on either side of your ears here at the moment, (coughs) right alongside your head. Your arms are shoulder-width apart, fingers spread Stretch up as high as you can. Imagine that there's a trampoline or a trapeze, I meant, right above you that you want to hold on to with your hands. And that trapeze is going to start to lift up even more so that your spine gets even longer. Keep on breathing deep. Take a deep inhale. Keep reaching up towards the sky a little bit more. And as you exhale, just take your arms way out to the sides and then place them once again right to the tops of your thighs. Take a moment here, pause. Go ahead and open your eyes, please. Great. Place your right hand down to the floor, your left hand way up towards the sky, and go ahead and start a stretch. Soften even the elbow that's on the ground a little bit. And even from here, there always needs to be a place of steadiness. So even claw the finger pads onto the ground so that the arm that's on the floor becomes solid and strong. Keeping that, then slowly start to turn up towards the sky even more. Curl up. So that's where the sense of wildness comes from. The opening up. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up towards the sky to the other side. Coming all the way down towards the ground. Hand down to the earth. Lift the hand up. Good. Breathing. Soft. Lift and stretch. Soft through the back of the neck. If it feels like it's really strained, you can say no with your head a little bit. Sometimes that even just softens it just a tad. One more breath. And then let's inhale, come all the way back up. Let's interlace the hands together, please. And reach them up. Press the hands up towards the sky as if you could actually touch the ceiling with your hands. Fill the back of your waistline a little bit more. So instead of sticking your belly forward, can you see if you can fill the back of the waist a little more? Like all those lungs back there. Fill those guys up, and then curl your spine a little bit higher. Press the sides of the neck back, your tips of your ears back, and curl. And then exhale, take your arms out to the sides. Great job, guys. Just take both of your legs out in front of you. We're going to just stretch a little bit here first to start off with. Really slowly. So there's no rush. Go ahead and bend your left leg. Place your hand right at your shin, right at the top part of your shin. And I want you to pull the shin in while lifting up through your chest. Good. The bottom floor, the bottom foot, needs to press the heel in towards the ground and be solid as a rock. That becomes your self-reflection, your strength, your always, the pause. The heart becomes like the wild thing, becomes the expression of light. So you curl through your chest. Good. Good. Fantastic. Now, take your hands and place them to the back of your hamstring. Take a deep breath in and lift up. And as you exhale, you're going to push that foot forward as if you're trying to push a wall away from you. Really strong. Lift up through the heart. Good. Keep lifting up through your chest as best as you can. It takes a lot of work. Exhale. Go ahead and press it down. Good. Let's do it again. Legs stay steady. Inhale, full. Exhale. You're going to push that leg forward, but keep lifting up towards the sky as much as you can. Great job, everybody. You guys are doing great. Bend the leg. Place it down to the ground. Let's go ahead and switch it. Other leg comes forward. The foundation in between the paw stays ready. That strong leg, that left leg. First, just place your hand right to your shin. And I want you to use the power of your arms as you press in to find as much length in your spine as you can. Pause and feel. Are you breathing? Are you holding most of the steadiness right here in your waistline? Is it gripping? Can you soften? Curl through your chest. Fantastic. Place your hands right to the back of the hamstrings. Inhale fully, lift up through your chest. Exhale, push it forward. So imagine instead of lifting the leg up, Imagine that you're trying to push it downward into the floor. And as you press the leg down, that helps you lift the spine even more. Good. One more breath. Bend the leg. Place it down. Let's do it one more time. And exhale. Push it forward and downward while you use the spine to lift up. Both sit bones down to the floor. Good. Great job. And slowly bring it down to the ground. Beautiful. Let's go ahead and come onto our hands and knees, please. Hands onto the floor, knees right underneath your hips at this moment. Spread the fingers. If you uh, have sensitive knees or they don't feel too good on the floor here, you're more than welcome to maybe place a towel underneath your knees. We also have a couple of extra mats. If you want to put the mats underneath your knees, that's totally cool too. Spread the fingers a lot like rays of sunshine, good. Make sure that the creases of your wrists are parallel to the front of your mat, good, just like that. And make sure that your knees are directly underneath your hips so you might even have to widen your sit bones just slightly away from each other. Your knees, I meant, there you go, spread those fingers. Mary, turn your fingertips out to the sides of the mat just a little bit, perfect, great. With your next inhale, please, arch the back a little bit, let the belly get hanging down to the floor a little bit and look up towards the sky. As you exhale, I want you to use the tailbone to scoop it down to the floor, round your back, and then look at your belly button. Inhale, take the groins back and apart, let the middle of the back soften to the floor. Please keep your arms straight, and as you exhale, Round your back, look at your belly, press your arms as straight as possible, good. Let's do that twice more. Using your breath, inhaling, opening up, good, exhale, round the back. One last time, inhale, soft and open, exhale, rounding the back, fantastic, great job guys. Let's come back to the middle once again here. So you're going to come back to a neutral spine. Your arms are going to be on the ground again. Spread the fingers a lot. Good. So now I want you to start to draw a line in your own mind's eye from your head all the way to your tailbone. That's where your spine is. That's what keeps you up. So that's going to be the place that you're going to draw all your self-reflection into. You're actually going to pull into that place. That's your pause. So let's do this with our bodies. I want you to press your hands down to the ground a lot, like you're imprinting your hands into the earth. Now try to isometrically draw your hands towards each other. They're not moving. It's like they're stuck on the floor, but you're trying to bring them together. And then you'll feel your inner arms really, really, really strong. Please do the same thing with your knees. Press the knees down and try to squeeze them towards each other. You should feel your inner thigh muscles start to engage also. So you're pulling straight. the source. Straight to the midline. Soften the heart here a little bit. Not so strong. (laughs) There you go. Easy. (laughs) And then (laughs) go ahead and take your right leg up away from the floor and reach it back behind you. That's it. Perfect. Nice. Flex your foot and imagine that there's a wall behind you that's going to help you stay steady. Stretch your left arm, please, Miss Susan. Good. Now take your left arm and stretch it forward towards the front of the mat. Good. Where is your self-reflection? How do you know? Can you now draw from the periphery, from the outside, from your foot and your hands, into the core, into your pelvis, into your spine? And then at the same time, you extend it out. So from the spine, push out. Extend out through the left hand. Extend out through the right foot hold steady and breathe slowly bring that right foot down please and the left hand down to the floor if you happen to have held your breath for that whole entire thing (laughs) then just go ahead and start breathing again this is why pausing is good because you go oh hey let's check this out i was not breathing (laughs) so not good passing out not good From there, pause for a moment. (laughs) Go ahead and take your left leg up and back behind you, please. And pause. So you learned a little something. Stretch your right arm straight, Susan. Good. Now take your right arm off the ground. Take it forward. Pause here. And then maybe this time, instead of working so darn hard, how about giving yourself a little softness and just finding more breath? There you go. Good, soften your jaw, maybe your eyes a little bit. You guys are all strong people, one more breath. Good, and slowly please bring that hand down, that knee down to the floor and palms. Good, from here, take your big toes together and widen your knees slightly farther apart. There's really no, uh, your knees being wide is, is really just up to you. And then starting to take your groins back behind you, see if you can settle a little bit farther back hands forward, bend the elbows a little bit, and then just let your head drop down to the floor. So this is child's pose. Do your best to point your toes behind you so that the tops of your feet are on the floor. Sometimes the tops of the feet do need also a little bit of stretching, so if your bum does not go all the way back down to your heels, not a problem. I think only having your head down sometimes really helps to relax and rest. So at any time, if you need to take a little breath, a little rest, this is a really great pose to come into. Balasana, child's pose. Great. Notice if you're holding any tension in your wrists, your hands, your elbows, your forearms, your upper shoulders, the back of your neck. And can you let those go? Because we are going to engage them again, and it's really nice to just pause and feel. Beautiful. Please go ahead and inhale. Come up to all fours again. Same thing with the hands. So that the hands here, flat onto the floor, spread your fingers. Good. This time, take your knees slightly, slightly behind your sit bones. So move them back about an inch. Good. Tuck your toes under behind you. Perfect. Beautiful. Take a deep breath, everybody. And as you exhale, let just the middle of the back soften down to the ground. Oh, there you go. Soften the back of your neck so you'll keep that. See if you can keep the middle of the back soft like that. Now I want you to make your arms really strong just like you did them in the last pose. Claw even the fingertips onto the ground as if you were a kitty cat trying to like claw into something valuable, (laughs) which is generally what they do. (laughs) And then from there, take a deep inhale and as you exhale, start to stretch your bum up to the sky, your legs straight, moving into downward facing dog, so that your pose becomes more like a triangle. Yes, good. Beautiful. And let's all do this together. As you press the hands down to the floor, I want everybody to come really high up onto your tippy toes. So lift your heels up off the floor, but keep your arms really strong. Good. Now you, you notice how when you went up onto your tippy toes more weight came on your hands, right? So what I want you to do now is keep your heels up, bend your knees a lot, bend your knees a lot, push your hands into the floor more and then try to reach the middle of your chest towards your knees. So you're going to really have to push back. There you go. Keep reaching your groins up towards the sky as if there's a chair behind you even more. Good. Now see if you can start to stretch your legs straight, keeping the weight more toward your legs. Good. Oh my god, this is so exciting. This is a resting pose, by the way. One more breath. (laughs) Good. And as you exhale, slowly come all the way down onto your hands and knees. Yikes. And moving to child's pose, please, once again. If that means just bringing your forearms to the floor and staying with your booty up away from your heels, that's fine. Great any tension that you had built when you got into the pose see if you can start to make it soft. Notice how especially at the beginning in the fundamentals which is actually where you start to find the complexity it's in the little things that you find the complexity you see how with little movements there's so much involved So much strength, so much power. And where's the softness? Can we start to find that? Let's do it again. Inhale onto all fours, please. Spread those fingers a lot. Good. through your head. So we're gonna actually prepare for downward facing dog very, very slowly from here so we can start to find more of a stretch in the upper back arms down to the floor, what we're going to do is take your knees slightly behind your sit bones again so that there's more space between your armpit and your hip. There's a lot more space here. And then what I want you to do, keep your toes tucked. I want you to shift your sit bones back as if they're going more towards your heels, and I want you to stretch your chest towards the back of the room, towards your feet, so that you're going to lengthen the upper back as best as you can. Good. Now pause right there. You're not moving all the way down. Walk your hands forward about two inches and then see if you can keep the length of your upper body as if you're doing downward facing dog. Exactly. There you go. Stretch your arms absolutely straight. Good. Stick your booty up towards the sky more. Try to tip the pelvis like that. There you go. Push back. Good. And let this part. That's it. Please press the hands down into the ground, and as you press the hands down, try to lift the underbelly of the forearm away from the floor. Yes, all the way up to your armpits. You guys are doing great. Keep moving back. That was a really subtle movement. Fantastic. See if you can keep your upper back in this position can you now start to stretch your legs up and back into the full pose so that the front part of your body stays the same. So you're moving into downward facing dog now by keeping your upper body exactly as it is. You're just gonna lift your knees up on the floor, up off the floor and reach your bum up towards the sky and try to stretch your legs straight. That's it, there you go, awesome. Pressing back, good, good. Nice, Miss Susan. Stretch your arms absolutely straight. You're doing great. Good. Find the breath. Good, Mary. Reach your heels to the floor even more. Reach your bum up towards the sky more. You're doing great. Good. Couple more breaths. I promise I haven't forgotten you're in this pose. So <laughs> Good. You're doing awesome. And slowly please come down onto your hands and knees. Oi, oi, take a little breath, a little rest. You can take your toes together, knees apart and shift back. Good, whoa. So you obviously feel that when you're doing that pose you're doing so many different things. You're stretching your calves, your hamstrings, your feet your lower back, your upper back, you're doing an inversion, which means that your head is below your heart, you're stretching your shoulders out, you're building strength in your arms, all of those things from one that, that pose, and I'm sure that you feel it. <laughs> slowly start to continue with more movements from here so on your hands and knees again set your foundation you're going to take it a little bit farther so the heart stays soft down towards the floor not pushing down like you're a scared cat but you're allowing yourself the upper back to soften down to the floor we're going to do the same thing as we did before this is downward facing dog You're going to reach back through your sit bones. Keep your arms strong and extend as far back as you can. Groins back and apart, full length through your spine. Good. Step your feet close towards each other, actually even touching. As if you only have one leg now. Good. Keep your arms strong. Push into the ground. Now lift your right leg up and away from the earth. Reach it up towards the sky. Turn your belly to your right so it's as if you're looking over underneath your right armpit. That's it. Both arms straight. Both arms straight. Good. As you exhale, I want you to square your hips again. So draw the right outer hip down to the floor. Bend the right knee to your chest. Shift your weight forward towards the front of your mat. And then very gracefully place your foot (laughs) in between your hands. Now, if that does not happen right away... You are more than welcome, if you get stuck right in the middle of the way, to bring your back knee to the floor, grab your hand behind your right calf, and shove it forward. Hands to either side of your ankle. With the back knee to the floor for a moment. And then you're going to go ahead and stretch your left leg straight. Good. Fantastic. Now, the way that we start to notice whether or not this pose is in alignment is through the pause. How do you know what that is? You start to observe your body. You see, is my knee forward of my ankle? If it is, that means that your right ankle and foot needs to come farther forward to the front of the mat. Even though you're going to go, that's way too far. No, it's not. (laughs) Knee right over the ankle, back leg really strong. Good. Take your Make your back leg really strong, lift it up. There you go. And now stretch your chest forward like you're doing downward facing dog. Good. Just like that. With your next inhalation, can you please begin to stretch your right leg straight or more towards straight? That's it. A little bit at a time. Just like that. Good. And as you exhale, please bend the leg again. <laughs> These are really good. Here. Fantastic. Now, let's go ahead from there and step back to downward facing dog. Hoi. Notice the difference between your legs. Nice. Beautiful. No, you can keep, the, yeah, those are for that, yeah. And come down and take a little rest, guys. Oh, my gosh. Simple, simple, simple craziness going on in the body. Oh, my gosh. All right, so I'm going to show you a little bit how to start to find that optimal place. If you guys want to use blocks, you're more than welcome to do so because the majority of the time you'll feel that it's harder to breathe With that knee forward, the belly hanging forward, (laughs) and there's not enough space. Sometimes props are awesome because they give you more of an opportunity to pause. And so when you're doing poses that make you go like this, there's no sensitivity whatsoever. It's just like, get me out of this. And (laughs) quickly. So from coming forward, I'm going to suggest to some of you if you want to, and and you've got to know because there's some of you who don't need props. You only do it as much as you need. From moving forward to coming towards with that leg towards the front. The reason I have you open the hip in this fashion is so that you create a little bit more space along the spine at first. Then when you come and you squeeze those legs in, bend the knee in, Obviously, now I have a big balloon right in between my belly, so I have to make more space that wasn't there before. I have to make sure that I step my foot a little bit more towards the left, and I move from the back foot to create the length of that knee. If I'm here, that's not optimal. I can't breathe. It actually feels really bad, especially with my belly right now. So I have to move it back and find that much space. This needs more space for me now. So working with blocks really helps. So I can breathe a little bit better and the belly's not in the way as much. That kind of stuff helps my body now find the optimal place. If I was just doing this thing here, it would just, it always—it doesn't look uncomfortable too. (laughs) So then going like this doesn't feel good. Using the blocks, you can actually bring them up, and you can bring your back knee to the floor to kind of get yourself in the position. And then just breathe in that fashion. Okay? You're still getting the same thing. When you use props, doesn't mean you're doing anything less. You're helping your body step into a place of sensitivity. When you find it, you can remove the blocks and do it the other way. You don't get any extra points for not using props, yeah? All right. So I'm giving that as an option. Please feel free to ask me for these and I will happily give them to you. And let's do the other side because there's second side still to go. On your hands and knees, please. (laughs) Any takers of blocks to breathe? Okay, good. I'll get you another pair back there. Isn't that, don't they? Yeah. All right. Press your booty up towards the sky, please. Downward facing Daogi. You can just put them right in the front of your mat just so that they're helpful. Press back through your inner heels to the floor. Fantastic. Step your feet a little closer towards each other. Keep your arms really strong. And now inhale your left leg up and away from the floor. Oh, my goodness. Push your arms as straight as possible. Reach back. Open your hip. So turn your belly towards the left. Look underneath your left armpit. Reach that leg up. That's it. Good. Keep both your legs really strong. Then as you exhale, just go ahead and square your hip bend it into your chest and see if you can carefully place it forward to the top of the mat. Once again remember you can bring your back knee to the floor to help yourself do this and then even walk your right foot slightly back to the back of the mat. Good. Like that. Fantastic. Hands to either side of that ankle, make sure that the front thigh bone, if I were to come and give each and every one of you a block, I could place it on the top of your left thigh, actually better would be a ball, place it on the top of your left thigh and the ball would stay there. Good, Mara, you can even have a little bit of a wider stance, meaning step your right foot farther back towards Susan behind you, perfect. Good, come high up onto your tippy toes and your back foot a little bit more, everybody. Good, nice, Mary, step your back foot just two inches farther back, great. Just breathe here. Try with the blocks just for a moment for me, so it can give you more power. There you go, see that? Yeah! Squeeze those legs in, press the right kneecap up towards the sky. Good, now you're gonna do something really fancy, guys. You guys are gonna squeeze your legs towards each other a lot, and then you're gonna press your left foot down and step forward with your right foot to the top of the mat. Yes, perfect, perfect, perfect. Keep your head low, keep your knees bent, and widen your feet apart. Let the back of your head soften. There you go. Boy. And if you happen to have blocks, it's really exciting because then it, it's like it's as if you have the floor now helping you grow. So you take your blocks right here in front of you, and it's like the floor grew. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) Fantastic. Legs straight, tops of the thighs really strong. If you cannot touch the ground, please bend your knees until your fingertips do touch the ground. Make sure that you widen your feet so that they're slightly wider than hip width apart. That sometimes helps give you a little bit of space. And make sure that your toes are facing straight forward. Good. Squeeze the muscles right above the tops of the kneecaps. Hmm. And let the back of the head please soften to the ground. Good. Beautiful. Fantastic. Very slowly from here, keeping the breath deep. So the back of your neck, the back of the heart, the back of your waist stays open. I want you now to, with strength of your legs, bend them a lot. Almost to a 90-degree angle. Bring your hands right to your hips. Lift your shoulders back. Press down through your feet, and you're going to push down and rise up with an open heart. Keep pressing down to the floor as best as you can and start to breathe. So your leg muscles have to be very strong. Crown of the head up. Find the breath. Fantastic great job. Walk your feet together a little bit so that we are not so wide and have your feet facing forward. Good. Beautiful. Lifting up through the heart, arms right alongside you. Crown of the head up towards the sky as best as you can. And just come back to a very sweet, natural breath. Good. Beautiful. Fantastic. Let's just move with the arms, just the arms. just going to take your arms up when you inhale. And you're going to take your arms out to the sides when you exhale. And you're going to do this on your own time. We're going to try and find your own breath. So we're going to continue this maybe another five times. With your inhalation, bring it all the way up. And when your exhalation comes around, bring your arms down. So it doesn't matter who's going, how, at what time, continue to go. And what I do want you to notice is, is there any way you can can move after your breath? Continue a few more times. Four more times. So when you begin your inhalation, let the inhalation begin and then move. Exhalation, same thing. Good. Just a couple more times, just following up with that breath. Good. Beautiful. Let your jaw be soft. We just have one sp- Good. Beautiful. Just like that. Fantastic. Nice. Just have your arms right around side you right here. Toes facing forward. Very strong with your legs. Soft through your neck. Crown of the head up. And now from here, notice what's going on with your upper chest. Generally, we end up in something along like this, so that all of this part is kind of closed up. So what we're going to do is you're just going to breathe and take your shoulders back a little bit so that the front part of your chest opens a little bit. You'll start to feel it. It's as if you're putting on a cape, opening it up. Yeah, there you go. Fantastic. Inhale. Take your arms up exhale you're gonna fold and bow and touch the earth with your legs as straight as you can if you need to bend them to touch the earth that's fine with your next inhalation I want you to reach your chest forward and actually look forward towards the front of the room a little bit and as you exhale you're gonna fold back in you're gonna press down through your feet and rise up from the back of the heart as you lift your arms up and over the head and bring your hands straight to your heart. Good, we'll continue like that, twice more. Inhale, arms up, exhale, fold and bow, touch the earth. Keep your legs really strong. Inhale, please reach your chest forward, reach your groins back, and exhale, fold back in. Root down through your feet to rise up from the heart. Lift up, arms up and over. And bring your hands straight to your heart. Fantastic. Starting from here again. Inhale. You lift up and you draw into yourself, into your knowledge. As you exhale, you shine out. You extend luminously out through the spine as you fall down. With your inhalation, stretch your chest forward and draw into yourself. As you exhale, you let your spine hang and fold. Root down through the feet. Take your arms up. As you take a deep breath in, lift up. Pull all the energy in and then bring your hands straight to your heart. And as you do that, as you exhale, you grow taller. Good. We'll continue. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, fold and bow. Please touch the earth. Please stretch your chest forward. Inhale. And this time as you exhale, you're going to step your left foot back behind you to the back of the mat doing a little bit of a lunge like we did before. Fantastic. Once again, if your knees are sensitive, please feel free to pad your back knee because you're going to bring your back knee to the floor now and bring your hands right to the top of your right thigh. Good. Press down through the right foot. Keep your back toes tucked. Good. Yep. Exactly. Just like that. Squeeze your legs in towards each other. Take your arms way up towards the sky. That's it. Imagine here, guys, that your gaze is looking straight ahead. I don't want you looking up still. Straight ahead. Keep lifting up towards the sky. And I want, if that gaze goes up, it's not through your eyes. Your gaze starts to go up because your heart starts to lift up. So that it naturally allows you to open, good, like that, one more breath up, exhale, place your hands down to the floor, fantastic, step back to downward facing dog please, so you're going to place your hands down, reach your feet back behind you, take your time, how do you know, allow your time to feel, take pauses, good. Keep your arms very, very, very strong. Now shift your way forward so that your chest is right over your wrists. This resembles very much the top of a push-up position, which is what it is. (laughs) So your hips are up away from the floor, guys. This is called plank position. Susan, walk your feet back to the back of the mat more. Miss Mary. Stick your chest forward even more towards the front everybody you can bring your knees down to the floor to help yourself do this and slowly bend your elbows come all the way down onto your belly yes it is a push-up there you go (laughs) good good point your toes everybody point your toes click your toenails down to the ground the tops of your feet good can you please reach behind you as best as you can and interlace the hands behind your back Yep, just like that. Pause. So just give yourself some time here. There's no rush. We'll do this a little bit at a time. I want you to press the tops of the feet onto the floor strongly so that even your kneecaps come away from the floor. Your legs are to be very strong. Pause. With your next inhale, all I want you to do is to just take the tops of your shoulders, the fronts of your shoulders, the one that's towards the floor right now away from the floor by engaging the back of your shoulder blades. You're not lifting your chest up. You're just moving your shoulders as best as you can away from the floor. There you go. Fantastic. Great. Now press down through the feet, scoop your tailbone down and lift your chest up, keeping your shoulders back. Press your feet down, guys. Press your feet down. Breathe. One more breath. And exhale, slowly come down to the floor. Oh, yeah. Release the hands. Place them right alongside your chest. This is going to become even more exciting. You're going to tuck your toes under. Good. Make sure that the back of your waistline is full. And you're going to press back into hands and knees, please. Press back into hands and knees. Spread those fingers. And now back to downward-facing dog. Good. Just like that. Beautiful. Pause. Oi. That's it. Please step your left foot forward to the top of your mat. You can come down to your hands and knees to do this. You can lift your leg up, So if you can find as much space as you can. That's it, Mara. Good job. There you go, Susan. Awesome. There. You guys are doing great. Stretch your chest forward. Bring your back knee to the floor. Back knee down. Come up to the top of your left thigh. Pause. And just feel. Just be in this pose here. Where is your strength? Where do you find the stability, the regularity? First. And then take your arms up so we can find a little more wildness. (laughs) A little more freedom, jaw, soft, eyes, soft, arms up. Pretend like it's really fun to do this stuff. (laughs) Full stretch, good, exhale, hands down to the floor, please. Beautiful, and now step forward to the top of your mat. Oh my goodness, there you go, boy, fantastic. That's it. Beautiful. Let's bow forward so you stay down. When you stay forward, staying down in Uttanasana. Inhale, reach your chest forward. Exhale and fold. Let's do one more. Inhale, stretch your heart. And exhale and bow. Good. Please bring your hands to your hips. Lift your shoulders back. You're gonna root down and rise all the way up. Good, fantastic. Great job. Okay, step your feet a little closer towards each other so that the inner feet are together. And you're gonna to sit up as tall as you can or stand up, length up towards the sky. Good. From here, we're gonna come up onto the tippy toes. So keeping the inner feet pressing down to the floor, we're going to tend to want to roll to the outsides of the feet. That actually really starts to bind your outer hips and your lower back. So I want us to press more through the inner knowing part of you. The inner, the core, you're going to press down to the ground and start to lift the heels up. Notice how the ankles start to wobble away from each other. So I want you to squeeze more power to the midline as best as you can. Press the inner feet down to the floor. Good. Just work on that. Don't think that you get any demerits. That's not until you're in level six. Just kidding. And then slowly from there, start to take your arms up. So just keep squeezing in, arms up and over the head. Reach up. So even if you wiggle and waggle keep lifting up towards the sky good so from the feet draw all the way up your legs into the core of your pelvis from your hands draw down your arms into the core of your pelvis that's that self-reflection and then as you exhale from the core of the pelvis press down into the ground and up at the same time so you find that much luminosity full stretch good job slowly Bring your heels back down to the floor, arms out to the sides, and soft, oh my goodness. Now we're going to work on balance. So from here, stepping onto your right foot first, the right foot faces is straight forward towards the front. You can use a wall at any time if you need to. From there, you're going to lift your left leg up. You're just going to have your hands to your hips. And just let yourself be here. Good. Squeeze the muscles above the top of your right kneecap more. Leg strong. And exhale, bring it down to the earth. Good, let's switch. Make sure your foot is facing forward, your toes are strong and stretched, pressing down to the floor. Root down to the earth with that left leg so that you can let the opposite leg be lighter. So we always find that balance in that opposition. Where is the steadiness and where is the freedom? In what way can you make the steadiness find more freedom? And in what way can you let the freedom of your body give you more steadiness? Good. Bring it down to the floor, and we're going to start to do tree pose. You guys all did that very, very well. The right leg starts again onto the floor. Make sure it's facing forward. And then from here, you can either... Place the foot all the way up to your upper inner thigh if that's okay with you. (laughs) If not, you can put it to the inside of your calf. That's perfect. And if today is like not a very good balancing day, you can even place the foot on the floor and the inner heel, the heel to your inner calf. Even doing something like that actually requires a lot of strength. Please bring your hands to your heart. And just let yourself be at the exact position that is optimal for you. Good. Good. And if you fall, it's one of the best gifts that you can have. Because without falling, you wouldn't know what balance is. Shoulders back, Miss Mar. Keep lifting up through your chest. There you go. Scoop your tailbone down more and continue to lift. Arms way up towards the sky. Take your time, take your time, take your time. If your arms going up means that you lose your balance, then you don't do it. Good. Arms out to the sides and place it down to the floor. Fantastic. Second side. This is one of those poses that... Breathing really becomes important because the more breath you hold, the least that you'll find your balance. So press down through the foot. Take your time to feel, to kind of navigate through the strength. Slowly start to take the other foot up. So it's not something that you all of a sudden you're just like, and there you are. Take your time. Navigate through it. Bend your the front leg maybe a little bit. See if you can start to Even here, okay, you still need a little bit of work. No worries. You can still take your time. Looking somewhere either on the floor, maybe five feet in front of you, or looking straight ahead and finding a focus, something called drishti, also helps you find your balance. Yeah, perfect. And then when you find it, breathe. Just let yourself be okay, even if it's only for a moment that you find that balance. Good. Slowly, once you've found that place, see if you can start to stretch your arms up. Good. Beautiful. Soft jaw, soft eyes. Good. And slowly take your arms out to the sides. Bringing that foot down towards the floor, please. Fantastic. Good, good, good. Let's go ahead and we'll all together do this today. We're going to get into our hips a little bit. We're going to squat, which might be hard for some of you. So I'm going to give you options. Please roll your mat, everybody. Roll your mat from the back to the front about three-quarters of the way. So we'll all try it like this first, and then we can make adjustments. good. Once you do that, I want you to step forward and have your heels on top of the mat. Widen your feet, very wide apart. Good. Perfect. Heels on top of the rolled up part. Yes, just like that. Feet very wide apart so that they're wider than your hips. And now I want you to turn your toes slightly out to the sides. Perfect. Good. Beautiful. That's going to give you a little bit more leverage. So toes facing out. Make sure that you're bringing as much weight to your heels as to the front of your feet. You're going to start to bend your knees a little bit. Your knees are not going to knock in. I don't want knees knocking in in this fashion. I want them widening out and moving out towards your pinky toe. You're going to start to bend, bend, bend and see if you can come all the way down to the ground. Now if that's not a possibility for you, <laughs> no worries. You can actually do exactly what you're doing. That's a really great option. Reaching forward, holding on to something and seeing if you can start to move down to the floors a little bit better. Good, if your knees hurt a little bit more. Oh, (laughs) yes, you are. If you would like to try it also, maybe moving into a wall and using the wall behind you to help you, just like that. I personally love this because it helps me just lean back and I can get the stretch even moving back. Yes, and that's a really good thing to do too, keeping block forward. Good job. Boy, try to reach back through your heels as much as you can. Just a couple more breaths, here, put your hands on the blocks. Keep bending down to the floor, bend those knees, bend, you can do it, sink down to your heels, sink your butt down, sink your butt down, like there's a chair, you can do it, I know you can. There you go, keep going, widen your knees apart. (laughs) And slowly press down through your feet, please, and start to come up. You know what? This is one of those poses that, oh, it could be enough if you try to do it a little bit at a time. This is very good to keeping obviously the pelvis open and the knees open and it has to work you a lot. You can actually bring a little bit of a higher, like um, maybe using two or three uh, somethings underneath your heels because the heels coming all the way down is very important. You can also put something underneath your bum so I can show you in this fashion. You know what works? Those little balls that are out there, the tiny the small balls that are outside. If you the yeah, like a basketball size kind of thing like that. Those guys really do help also. So if you want to, you can move back and squat, sit yourself down and then do your best to not even not even use this, but when you're sitting down to just widen your feet apart and you're getting the same sort of stretching but you don't have to fall down but it's still going to be tough you know now the hardest part for this kind of thing is coming out of it of course right because you have to push up so what I implore for you to do is not to as little as you can use momentum so I want you to like lean and push yourself forward But actually, when you're coming out, see if you can work your feet and especially engage the muscles right above the kneecaps. Squeeze those muscles, push down. Use your muscles, push down and slowly come up. Use those guys to bring you up. What that does is that gives you steadiness, especially in your ligaments. Because being that deep in the joints in the knees, the minute that you just go blink, you could totally mess your knee up. Because it happens with some of us that aren't used to moving in that way, the ligaments become softer and a little bit less, you know, in place. So, all right, guys, get on your bums, please. Sit down, please. Great. We're gonna end up here just opening up the hips just a little bit. Please take your legs forward. Once you're forward, roll your thighs in, back, and apart. So you're making as much space in your inner thighs as you can. Take your right leg. You're going to bend it up and place it right above the knee. So not on the genie joint, right above. I'm going to flex your foot. Good. From here, arms behind you reach up through your chest. Good. Fantastic. One of the best places for you to start to work on through here, and what's going to give you the stretch the most, is obviously your chest being up, but if your your bum is tucked under, then you're in this fashion, you're still not getting the stretch. So bum needs to go back a little bit more, and then from the tailbone, up, You can even put your hand back behind you and see if you can push and lift up with your fist. That's got to be really strong to lift up as best as you can. Use your hands to give that to you. Good. Flex the top foot so it's not like a floppy fish. This is an engaged leg. This is power. So flex the foot and now I want you to widen the right knee towards the floor more. Doesn't have to be a big movement. I'm doing it big so that you can see where the movement is. You're going to widen it down to the ground, but keep your chest lifted. Good. Some of you have fairly open hips, which means that you can take this to the next level, which would be bending the straight leg, so that both of your shins are going to stack right onto one another. If you were already receiving quite a bit of exciting stretchiness from the prior position, then you don't have to do the bottom. Sometimes it looks like this. (laughs) Sometimes it looks very high, which means that you can bring the bottom leg closer towards your sit bone, and it doesn't matter how high that leg is here. Bring your hands behind you and try to do as much space as you can. Good. Try bringing the bottom leg as close as you can to your right bum. That's it. Good. Perfect. Flex your foot. And like everybody, let's all breathe together, inhale. And you're gonna shift your weight over to the right just a little bit. Yeah, perfect. Pause. And then now, this is a very subtle movement. This is all on you. See if you can widen your outer right hip, the outside of your right hip, more towards the floor without moving the rest of your body. That's a little bit at a time, so it's nothing huge. Good, perfect, fantastic. Beautiful. Lifting way up. Flex those feet. Good. Couple more breaths. Susan, take your pinky, the pinky side of your right toe down to the floor more. Look at you. That's awesome. One more breath. Beautiful. And slowly, slowly, transition out of this. So lift that knee up, bring it forward, keep your legs strong. Let's do the other side. Remember those transitions are very important. Keep lifting up. Let's do the left leg. Left leg bends, comes right over the knee. You might notice that there's a fairly uh, big difference between your hips. Make sure your thighs are moving in, back, and apart. Lifting back behind you, flex the foot. Beautiful, just like that. reach up to the sky great job flex that foot possibly for some of you you might be able to go deeper Agni Stambhasana fire log pose if that's not okay if it's too much of an issue to even just bend that leg then stay in the other position you're getting the same kind of hit flexing those feet so part of it that's it is being able to start to karate chop the earth with the outer corners of your feet that actually starts to guide the bones deeper in. Same thing with the lower back. The lower back rises up so that the belly doesn't move into the spine and we become kind of rounded. But you start to think about rooting down through the groins and even widening your sit bones apart and finding as much length as you can through here. Good. Exactly. Jaw soft, face soft. Good. And then all together, you're going to just slightly shift your inner body over to the left a little bit. It's a very, very subtle movement. Think about having more weight on your left sit bone on the floor. Good. And then once that's there, widen the knee, the left knee, more towards the ground. It could be just like a tiny little movement down to the ground. There you go. Beautiful. Beautious. And slowly release, please. Go ahead and take that leg out. Keep the mindfulness. Perfect. Stretch those feet out. Beautiful. We're just going to sit once again into a uh, cross-legged position and do a very easy twist. Just going to cross your legs into Sukhasana. So shin over shin, ankles underneath your knees. This is a little slight difference than watching TV position so <laughs> the ankles right underneath the knees which means that the, the space in between your legs as they're crossing is slightly smaller so it's a slightly less comfortable than normal Miss Susan, you can even, yeah, keep going take your shins closer towards each other perfect, there you go, beautiful groins move back hands right to the tops of your thighs lift up through your chest take your right hand across the body left hand behind you with your breath inhale up as you exhale from the right kidney twist good let your head just very softly be right at the top of the spine I don't need you to look over your shoulder to get a deeper twist I want you to imagine your belly buttons the one that's making the twist deeper what about the breath with every inhale you find space With every inhale, you lengthen. With every exhale, you find more of the twist. You move into it. You wring it out a little more. Good. Please inhale, come back to middle. Good. And we're going to cross the legs in the opposite direction. Into the awkward place of, I don't know what this feels. This is weird. Good. Take your left hand across, your right hand behind you. Inhale up, lift up through your chest. And as you exhale once again from your left kidney, go ahead and twist. Good. The back arm is powerful because it gives you a sense of grounding. It actually gives you stability. So using your right arm into the ground facilitates the freedom of your spine to move deeply from the left kidney. Good, crown of the head up, tips of the ears back. Your upper body is more resembling a back bend, so your shoulders are back. And with your in-breath, please come back to center. Fantastic, please go ahead and lay on your backs. Good, once you are on your back, just take a moment just to kind of let your whole body chill and relax into the flow good, there you go beauteous can you please take your arms out to the sides for me we're going to do a very easy lay down twist turn the palms of your hands up and have them slightly below your shoulders so that they're not quite in line Beautiful. Please bend both knees into your chest. Take a deep breath here, and as you exhale, go ahead and drop your legs over to your right side. Begin to really just concentrate on your breath and let go. With your inhale, please, come on up again. And as you exhale, drop the legs in the opposite direction, please. Good. That's it. Soft, smooth, groins back. Always imagine the softness of the sit bones moving back. Begin to bring more awareness even to your right lung so that that area of your spine gets closer to the ground, the right shoulder, the right lung. Good. Inhale, come on up. And you can give yourself a big hug here by bringing your knees to your chest. If that doesn't feel good to you, please don't do it. You can just bring your soles or your feet onto the floor and let your belly release and get soft. That sometimes feels just perfect. You don't have to bring your knees in. And then very carefully from there, you're going to start to extend your legs out one at a time into your last little relaxation pose. So the reason that we do this pose here, which is really nothing that you're doing, there's no activity going on, is so that you can let your body feel and integrate and make sense of the torture that you just put it through. (laughs) So laying on your back so you can widen your feet just a little wider than your sit bones. Now what that does is that lets your diaphragm muscle, the one that helps you breathe, more easily exhale. You can turn the palms of your hands up and the minute that you do that, it facilitates your shoulders moving back and it also allows the front part of your chest to soften. And all I want you to start to concentrate on when you lay on your back in this way is the heaviest parts of your body into the ground. You might feel that maybe your hands are heavy, or maybe your feet are heavy, or maybe your pelvis is heavy, or the back of your head is heavy. Please find those points of heaviness on the floor first. There's nothing you have to do now. This is simply letting go. Now that you've found those heavy points there are muscles right along those heavy points can you begin to encourage those muscles simply through your exhales to begin to let go of any tension imagine yourself coming home After a long day of whatever it is that you do, that you've had a hard day, and you finally lay on your couch, and the way you just let go, that's what I want here, the moment of just letting go. soften the inner eye soften your jaw softens even imagining your inner ears widening and spreading begin to deepen your breath really softly. Imagine that your whole body itself right now is just incredibly heavy, and although you can move, you choose not to. The only thing that moves within you is your breath. Every breath refines your sensitivity. Every pause gives you knowledge. Carefully from here, let's very easily, with your next inhalation, as if you were just waking, take your arms up and over the head and just stretch yourself. Stretch out through your toes, through your heels, through your legs. It's kind of like that wonderful beginning of the morning when you just stretch and you welcome the day. Good. And then go ahead and bend a knee to your chest and roll to your right side so that you pause here in a little fetal position. And I want you to notice what your thought patterns are in terms of these pauses. Is it... A welcomed pause or is it something that you think of like, why am I doing this? Shouldn't I just be sitting up? And see what you learn from that. What do you know about the pause for you? Please use your hands and once again, come up to a comfortable seat. Keep your eyes closed. Place your hands right to the tops of your thighs. And sit up as straight and tall as you can. We must have time to pause in order to seep the knowledge. It's from that pause that we can develop a depth of refinement. Please bring your hands to your heart. The more that we allow that refinement, the more we recognize knowledge, and in turn reflect our own light back out. Please take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, simply bow. Thank yourself for this Saturday afternoon torture. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Namaste.